The last two Mishnahs of the previous parak talked about the status of a child of different marriages. For example, the child born from somebody who has relations with his relative, with whom he is forbidden to have relations, the child born from such a marriage would be a mamzer. And a mamzer is not allowed to marry a regular Jew. And the first few Mishnahs of this parak continue that discussion of the different statuses which people might have. And the Mishnah begins that Ten different levels, ten different types of different genealogy, ancestry. There were ten groups of people with different statuses who went up from Bovel. This is referring to when Ezra HaSoifer went up from Bovel back to Eretz Yisrael in order to rebuild the Beis HaMikdosh, so that was at the beginning of the period of the second Beis HaMikdosh, and all of the big Tamid Chachomim and the members of the Sanhedrin returned to Eretz Yisrael, such that in Bovel there was nobody left who was part of the Sanhedrin to make sure that people wouldn't marry people who were forbidden, who they were forbidden to marry. As we'll see, it's not so simple as to who is able to marry who, which statuses can intermarry, and also there would be nobody to enforce it. And because of that, Ezra HaSafer made sure to bring up with him to Eretz Yisrael all of the groups of people whose status was not totally pure and who were not regular Jews who can marry a regular Jew. Now, of course, there were regular Jews, Kohanim, as the Mishnah says now, Kohane Levi'a Yisraeli. There were Kohanim Levi'im and Yisraelim who went up with Ezra HaSafer as well. It's just that there were many Kohanim Levi'im and Yisraelim who stayed behind in Bovel. However, there were those who came up with Ezra HaSafer as well to Eretz Israel. And now there were the rest of the uh, groups of people who Ezra HaSafer made sure to bring up to Eretz Israel so that they would be where the Sanhedrin was situated and they would be able to make sure that people would marry only those who they are able to marry. So the fourth group of people was Chalole. Chalolim. A Chalol is somebody born from relations of a Koyen with somebody who a Koyen is forbidden to marry. For example, if a Koyen marries a divorcee or a Koyen Godel marries a widow, then the child born from that marriage, he is a Cholol. He is a disqualified Koyen. He can't eat truma, he can't, can't serve in the Mikdash. So Chalolim, that is the fourth category. Geire. And the categories are in order of their importance and level and prestige. So the next one on the list is Geire. Converts, those who became Jewish. Vacharure, a Evid Meshuchar, a non-Jewish slave who has been freed. When a non-Jewish slave is freed, he becomes fully Jewish. Alright, category number seven is Mamzeire, a Mamzer, somebody born from certain illegal relations. Group number eight is Nasine, Nasinim who are descended from the Givoinim, who tricked the Jewish people into allowing them to convert in the times of Yeshua, and it is forbidden to marry them. It's forbidden for a regular Jew to marry them. And the final two categories are Shosuke, which literally means somebody who is quietened, somebody who is silenced, and this refers, as the next mission will tell us, to somebody whose mother is known. We know who his mother is, but we don't know who his father is. And the last one is Vasufe, which means somebody who is gathered in from the street, and the identity of both of his parents is unknown. So those are the ten groups. Now the Mishnah is going to split those ten groups into smaller groups, really into five groups, meaning there are really only five levels. The Mishnah is going to split it into three groups, but we're going to see that there are five levels in terms of these people's status. So the Mishnah says, Kahane Levi Yisraeli, Kahanim Levi and Yisraeli, Mutoyim They are permitted to intermarry with each other, to have relations once they're married, of course. That is certainly permitted. Now, Levi Yisraeli, Levi and Yisraelim, 
Chalole, Chalolim, which is a disqualified Koyen, Geire, a convert, Vacharure, a non-Jewish slave who was freed and became Jewish. Mutron they are permitted to marry into each other. So we cl- see clearly that the Koyen is in his own category. He's his own level and he's only allowed to marry a regular Jew, either a woman from a family of Koyen named Levim or Yisraelim. However, Levim and Yisraelim can marry other people as well. Now says the Mishnah, Geire Vacharure, a convert and a freed slave, Mamzeire, a Mamzer who was born from certain illegal relations, or Nasine, the Nasinim, Shasuke, somebody whose mother's status is not known, Vasufe, somebody whose both his parents' status is not known, Kulam they are all permitted to marry into each other's families. So it emerges that there are really five levels. What are the five levels? A Koyen can only marry a woman from a family of Levim or Yisraelim. A Levi and Yisrael can marry a Koyen Levi Yisrael, Cholol, convert, and a freed slave. Now, a Cholol is really the same as Levim and Yisraelim. They can even marry a woman coming from a family of Koyanim. So really, you could argue that there are only four levels. The reason why I said five is because a female Cholola, a woman born from an illegal relations of a Koyen, she is forbidden to marry a male Koyen. But there's more of a prohibition on the male coins, so I guess we it's more accurate to say there are four levels. So we've got Kohanim who can marry only Kohanim Levim and Israelim. We have Levim and Israelim and Chalolim who can marry into families of Kohanim Levim Israelim, as well as Geirim and freed slaves. The next category is converts and freed slaves who can marry anybody except for Kohanim. And really, I mean, the truth is, a male convert or freed slave is allowed to marry a female Koyen. It's only a male Koyen who's forbidden to marry a female convert or freed slave. So really, after all, it is accurate to say there's only three levels and not five. The last level will be a Mamzer, Nosin, Shasuke, and Asufe. So the three groups, in conclusion, would be Kohanim in one level, Levim, Yisraelim, and Chalolim in the next level, and converts, freed slaves, Mamzer, Nosin, Shasuke, and Asufe in the third and lowest level. Mishnah Bates asks the Mishnah of Elin Shasuke, what exactly are we referring to when we say Shasuke? Kulshu Makes Imoi, somebody who recognizes he knows who his mother is. Veni Makes Ovid, but he does not know who his father is. And there is a concern that perhaps this person is a Mamzer. Maybe the father was related to the mother and therefore this child would be a Mamzer. And the reason why he's called a Shasuke is because whenever he calls for his father, so his mother silences him. So there's a concern that this person is a Mamzer and his status is in doubt. Asufe, what is an Asufe? Kulshanes of Manashuk, anybody who was gathered in from the marketplace, from the street. Veinamakalos Ovalos Imma, he doesn't recognize nor his father nor his mother. And the truth is, Midoraisa, a regular Jew, is allowed to marry a Shasuke Vasufe. Only a definite Mamzer, a Jew, cannot marry. A regular Jew. But a doubtful Mamzer, Midoraisa, someone is allowed to marry. However, Midjabon, they forbidden this as well. Now, the Mishnah adds that Abushal, her Kurdish Suke Buduke. Abushal would call this category of people Shasuke. Buduke. Buduke means that we check. According to Abishol, we check with the mother who the father was. If she says that the father is somebody who she was permitted to have relations with, or at least somebody who the child of such a relationship would not be a mamzer, then she is believed. We do check with her, and we would believe her, according to Abishol. So if she claims that he is not a mamzer, then he would be considered a regular Jew, and be in the category of, of a Yisrael, a regular Jew. Mishnah Gimel, Kol HaSumlov Anybody who is forbidden to marry into literally the congregation of the Jewish people, the mainstream regular Jews, are permitted to marry within each other. So really this is referring to the last four categories, Mamzerim, Nesinim, Shesuke, and Asufe. 
And as well as that, although not mentioned in the previous couple of Mishnayas, this also includes a convert from Amayin or Mayav. It is forbidden for a convert from the nation of Amayin or the nation of Mayav to marry a regular Jew. The Torah says, They cannot come into the congregation, the mainstream Jews. But the mission is saying that they are permitted to marry anyone in the last four categories. Rabbi Huda Eiser, which literally means Rabbi Huda forbids this, but the Gemara actually explains that Rabbi Huda's opinion is slightly different. Rabbi Huda forbids a regular convert to marry a mamzeres. Even though we said in Mishnah Aleph that a convert is allowed to marry a mamzer, Rabbi Huda forbids this. A convert is considered to be like a regular Jew in regards to the fact that he is allowed to marry a, that he is forbidden to marry a mamzeres. However, this mission is telling us that even though Rabbi Yehuda forbids a regular convert to marry a mamzeres, he permits a convert from Amun or Mayov to marry a mamzeres. Because the big difference between a regular convert and a convert from Amun or Mayov is that a regular convert can marry a regular Jew as well. Someone from Amun or Mayov cannot marry a regular Jew. So they are also considered to be somewhat outsiders. And therefore they are allowed to marry a mamzeres even according to Rabbi Yehuda. Alright, and the next part of the Mishnah tells us that Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, Vadon, Vadon. Rabbi Lezer is also talking about the last four categories, Mamzer, Nosin, Shsuke, and Asufe. And he says that someone who has a definite status, marrying another person with a definite status, Mutter, that is permitted. Meaning, a Mamzer and a Nosin, we know as a fact that they are a Mamzer or a Nosin. So they are allowed to marry within each other. However, Vadon, Vadon, for someone who has a definite status to marry someone who has a doubtful status, i.e. a sukkah asufe, or a man who has a doubtful status marrying a woman with a definite status, or a man with a, with a doubtful status marrying a woman with a doubtful status, so a sukkah asufe marrying into each other. Also, that would be forbidden, because there's a chance that the one with a doubtful status is really not a mamzer, and they are therefore forbidden to marry someone who is a mamzer. So Rebelezer is also arguing on the first Mishnah, which said that the last four categories are allowed to marry into each other. And that's really the opinion of the Tanakame in our Mishnah. Rebelez argues and he says that if someone has a doubtful status, they are actually forbidden to marry. Because if they're a regular Jew, then they're forbidden to marry a Mamza or a Nosin. And if they're a Mamza or a Nosin, they're forbidden to marry a regular Jew. So according to Rebelez, a Shasuke and a Sufi are not allowed to get married. Mishnah says, Fakus, what are we referring to when we say someone who has a doubtful status? Shasuke Vasufe, someone who knows who his mother is, someone who doesn't know who neither his mother or his father is. And the Mishnah adds one more, Vakuti. Uh, Kusi is someone who comes from the nation of Kusim, or Kutim, who were a nation who converted en masse to become Jewish. And they did it out of fear, and for a long time it was a doubt as to whether their conversion was really valid and sincere. And they didn't keep all of the laws which the regular Jews did. And because of that, their statuses were also under doubt. Because all of their marriage laws weren't necessarily in tune with what the halacha required. And therefore they would also be considered a doubt. And according to Rebeliezer, somebody whose status is under a doubt, it's a doubt as to whether they're a mamza or not, is forbidden to get married. One who marries a woman from a family of Kohanim. And we're going to understand that we're referring to a Koyain who's coming to marry a woman from a family of Kohanim. And the Gemara explains, we're talking about a case where certain rumors spread that this woman, her ancestry wasn't necessarily pure, and there was a concern that maybe she is a mamzeres, or that she's not really a regular Jew. So before marrying her, the Kohen needs to check and investigate after her, 
um, with four mothers. The Gemara will explain what exactly that means. Shehen Shmoine, which are really eight mothers. Meaning, he needs to check and investigate into the status of Imo, her mother, the Aim Imo, and her mother's mother. We're going to see it's four, which are really eight, because each of the four, one also needs to check that woman's mother. So you check her mother and her mother's mother. The Aim Avio Imo, the Imo, her mother's father's mother, and that woman's mother. The aim of Vihar the Imar, and her father's mother, and her father's mother's mother. The aim of Vihar and her father's father's mother, the Imar, and that woman's mother. So we go back three or so generations to check the statuses of the women involved. Now, the reason why we don't check the statuses of the men involved, her father or her grandfather, etc., is because we assume that if a man had some sort of defect in his ancestry, in his genealogy, in his family, then it would have been publicized already. When men argue with each other, they would be very much prepared to embarrass and to publicize the other person's status. So it would have become known. When it comes to women, it wouldn't necessarily have become known if they had a defect in their status. And therefore, we only need to investigate about the female members of her family, Levirius Israelis. And if the clone is coming to marry a woman from a family of Levirius Israelim, then we add on another mother, meaning all of the people we mentioned. We go up another generation to their mother. Because there's a bigger concern when you're marrying a woman from a family of Yisraelim or Levim, that perhaps their status is not totally pure. Families of Kohanim would be much more careful to make sure that their families and their statuses remained pure. Their status is on, is on the highest level. But families of Yisraelim and Levim were less careful, and it was more common that perhaps there would be a defect within the family tree somewhere, and therefore they would need to check another generation going upwards to make sure that she, that this woman who he was coming to marry is really a regular a Jew from a family of Israelim and Levim.